0: Welcome to Living on the Exhale, a podcast designed to help us find inspiration, laughter, and growth in the messy middle of our lives. Each week we explore ideas, inspiration, stories, and experiences that help us to grow, connect, and learn. So if you're in need of a weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and a reminder that you're not alone in this crazy journey called life, then this podcast is for you. I'm Stacey Berkovitz, your host, and together, we find peace and embrace life, one breath at a time. Welcome, exhalers. If you're listening to this in a country that celebrates Halloween, happy Halloween, I loved Halloween as a kid. It was my mom's favorite holiday, so she would go all out. And I remember one year I was in kindergarten, and she decided to dress my sister and I up like Idaho baked potatoes. Yeah, you don't see those costumes at Party City. And we literally came to school wrapped up in aluminum foil with a sign that said, I'm an Idaho baked potato. And that is how we proudly marched the Halloween parade at Alma Elementary. So I'm pretty sure that no costume prize was taken, but I mean, I give her props for creativity, right? When my kids had their first Halloween experience, they, the first three were adopted from, well, all four of my kids are adopted from orphanages, but the experience with the first three, um, when they came to the States from Russia as older kids, let's see, the oldest was 10 at the time and the twins were six. They had their first Halloween, maybe four or five months after getting to the United States. And can you just imagine what joy it was for them to go house to house and like walk away with candy, like knocking on doors or walking away with candy. Basically they were living the American dream. And we, over the years, um, have lived in some pretty big celebratory neighborhoods and some that weren't so festive. So right now we take my granddaughter to our old neighborhood because listen, they know how to do Halloween, right? They have, they do a whole thing there. So we bring a couple bags of candy to give out, and then we have fun walking the neighborhoods. So Halloween is also, and obviously tied to other things as well. course fall like your pumpkins who doesn't love good pumpkin pie or pumpkin seeds haunted houses have you been to a haunted house does it scare you or did you love it well they always scare me I'm the person screaming and wondering why I let someone convince me to buy a ticket and walk through this torture it's just not fun for me to have someone jumping out into my face fear to me is not fun I don't enjoy having my cortisol levels spiked and my nervous system swimming in fight or flight mode. And fear can sometimes change the trajectory of your life or a relationship or a business or a country or a world. So today we're going to focus on how to understand fear. What are some ways it's actually positive? How to process it? And how to make it work for us. And so no haunted house required. Sit back and enjoy this episode, this Halloween episode of fear. Let's demystify fear. Fear feels like that knot in your stomach, that racing heart when you face danger or uncertainty. It's basically a survival instinct hardwired into us that is a response to potential threats that, well, kept our ancestors safe. So on our podcast, we are unraveling the layers of fear, why it grips us, and how we can actually use it to empower us. So... Our body doesn't know the difference between real dangers and imagined ones. We talked in episode two about the nervous system and what happens when we see a tiger. What about when our tiger is getting up to speak in front of a group of people or maybe having the tough conversation with a loved one? So your body perceives potential threats, whether they're actually real or not, whether you have a tiger coming at you or not, your body processes things still like it's a potential threat. So fail of failure, rejection of the unknown, um, those are common triggers that can, can trigger us just as much as a tiger chasing us. To really understand how fear can manifest it's important to understand that there are actually tangible consequences of fear in both a mental and physical level. So I'm going to share just some actual effects fear can have on your body. So it can actually cause impaired decision making, which means it's clouding your judgment. Um, it's making the ability to make decisions difficult and sadly, missing opportunities as a consequence. Um, Fear can, or chronic fear, can lead to health problems such as high blood pressure, a weakened immune system, increased risk of heart disease, just to name a few, which are all related to stress, right? Stress and fear. Mental health disorders are another thing that fear can exasperate and That can be anything from post-traumatic stress disorders or phobias or anxiety disorder. It can disrupt your sleep and lead to insomnia and sleep disorders. And that obviously will affect your overall health. It can strain relationships. It can cause misunderstandings, um, communication breakdowns, social isolation. It can reduce your productivity. So if you have fear at your workplace, then that leads to absenteeism. So basically you're not showing up for work because of this fear of something. You're not productive and it's hard to focus on a task. It can manifest such as a rapid heartbeat, sweating, trembling, shortness of breath, and dizziness. Hey, that also happens on dates with a handsome or beautiful one, right? So, but again, those are short-lived. It's when it's chronic, these things can happen. Um, Fear can lead to avoiding behaviors. So that could be limiting personal and professional growth opportunities or avoiding having those tough conversations that need to happen. Chronic fear can really affect your self-confidence and your self-esteem. And of course, as we talk about Untreated fear can escalate into chronic anxiety disorder. So that's like a cyclical fear and worry, fear and worry, fear and worry, and getting stuck in that cycle. Understanding that there are tangible consequences of fear is crucial because when you are in that constant state of fear and it's untreated, it's literally the opposite of living a healthy, fulfilling life. Every one of us has a story or knows of someone who have has a story of where fear stifled um, a potentially good opportunity or relationship or job or house or whatever, and this is, uncanny ability that fear has to halt our progress, it it basically keeps us trapped in our comfort zone. It also, as we talked about, can have some long-term negative effects. I remember when I was in sixth grade, my parents went away to this Canadian expo, whatever that was. And my sister and I, I think I was, so I was in sixth grade, so I think she was like maybe a junior in high school. And our aunt came to stay with us and brought our little cousin. And we went to go visit one of her friends. We grew up in Mesa, Arizona, and her friend lived in a city called Scottsdale, Arizona. So we went to go visit her friend and her friend's husband and their son, who was, you know, 80s reference here, but like a rocker, like think like ACDC looking guy. And that was that. And then that night around one o'clock in the morning, I was awakened by a figure standing in my doorway. And it very much looked shape wise, long hair wise, like the guy that the friend's son, right? And I was so confused. I was so confused while he was standing in my doorway. And then he walked away. And Little did I know he went into my sister's room and just was staring at her. And then he came back to my room and back to my sister's room. And finally he came into my room, sat on my bed and started touching my feet. And I was so very confused at that moment of who this person was. And I just said in my little sixth grade, 11 year old voice, who are you? And he looked at me and he got up and he walked out of our house And my sister and I ran, we met each other in the hallway and she said, did somebody just come in your room? And I said, Oh my gosh. So we woke up my aunt, we called the police. And that fear of somebody coming into my room at night, that stayed with me for years. It affected how I fell asleep each night for years and years. That became a chronic fear of mine. So if we don't, and obviously I was 11, I didn't know how to process that. And back then we didn't really have the language to process it, but I legit had chronic fear of sleeping after that. So fear for some is just this passing feeling. And for others, it evolves into, evolves into a constant companion like it did for me with my sixth grade experience. Anyone who has suffered abuse on an ongoing basis, or had a traumatic event happen, that ongoing fear becomes a constant companion. So when fear is going on in your body, this is what's happening. Your brain's fear center is called the amygdala. And when you experience fear, that amygdala goes into overdrive. And if this happens frequently or intensely, it can become overly sensitive, just like you know, scratching this your skin over and over and over again. So imagine like it's an alarm system that keeps going off, even when there's no real danger. And that heightened sensitivity, it can lead to chronic anxiety. And it's like living in a constant state of worry, even when there's, nothing specific to be afraid of, the brain gets stuck in this anxious loop and it makes it hard to relax or feel safe. And that's when anxiety becomes a long-term issue. So we talked about in episode three, how breathwork can help calm the nervous system. So if you need to revisit that episode, that can help with fear. And this again is if it's chronic, or maybe you had something scary just happen, or maybe you were driving and you swooped out of the way of hitting a car. Okay, so that's like a fear, that cortisol spike. Ugh, and you can use that breath work. And not all fear is bad. It can It can move us forward to do something. Like if you didn't clean your room when you were younger, your mom would get mad. But chronic fear can cause damage. And so that's what we want to be really cautious of. So did you know that fear can be positive too? What? Yep. Despite its negative reputation, it actually can help us in some ways. So fear can heighten our sense of awareness. It can alert us to potential dangers, which help us respond quickly. It can serve as a powerful motivator for change, pushing us out of our comfort zone, encouraging personal growth and development. It can actually be the driving force for setting and achieving goals and making positive lifestyle changes. When we're afraid, our focus narrows into what we're thinking about, and it helps us concentrate on that immediate threat. And so that, in some situations, can be beneficial if it requires intense concentration, like for an, in an, on an exam, or maybe you have an important work presentation. So that fear can sometimes help you focus. Facing and overcoming fears also can build resilience. And each time we confront our fears and come out stronger on the other side, it actually boosts our confidence and ability to handle future situations. So a little fear is good. For us, it can foster emotional strength and resilience. It can also make us more empathetic and compassionate towards other people who are going through similar experiences. It becomes a relatable feeling, um, can strengthen our social bonds to them and our relationships, and it can help us really appreciate life more profoundly. When we're confronting our fears, it often leads to a sense of accomplishment and gratitude, and so that's pretty cool, right? can give us those moments of joy and serenity in life. Who knew fear had that side? Fear can inspire creativity. If you look throughout history, many artists and writers and creators, they actually are drawing on their fears and anxiety to produce powerful and relatable work. And so that really frees up like creative expression and innovation. So Fear isn't all bad, it's just the chronic stuff or the living in a constant state of fear that can have a negative effect on our health and our life. So if you're curious on how to overcome fear, there are some ways that you can actually do things to help with this. The first one we spoke about um, is before in a previous episode is Cognitive Behavioral Technique, CBT. And this is, think of think of this as rewiring your brain. It helps you identify your negative thoughts about fear or what you fear and replace them with more positive, realistic thoughts. And by changing how you think, you can reduce your anxiety and feel more in control. Have you ever heard of exposure therapy? So exposure therapy is basically you confronting your fears in a safe environment bit by bit. And then over time, your mind learns that the things you fear aren't as scary as your thought. It's like teaching your brain that there's nothing to be afraid of, but more step by step. So if you think about maybe someone who has a fear of flying, so what would be a tiny manageable step in that? Maybe it's going to the airport and just watching the planes I have no idea. I'm not a therapist, so I'm not sure the exact exposure therapy for if you have a fear of flying, but it would be just taking little steps before actually getting on a plane to fly somewhere. Another thing that is helpful is mindfulness and meditation. And that's just really practicing being really, really present in the moment. It helps you focus on the here and the now. So instead of getting overwhelmed by fearful thoughts, you learn to observe them without getting caught up in them. Like watching clouds pass by without getting carried away in a storm. Another thing that helps with is or what can help with it is building resilience. And resilience is like having a strong shield against life's challenges because life's going to life, right? It's going to happen. So having that ability to build res- resilience it means learning how to bounce back when things get tough so you can develop problem solving skills staying positive have supportive people around you those kind of things can help you face fear more confidently so it's about becoming emotionally strong and then learning from difficult situations and then finally seeking professional help you know we've talked about therapy before in episode one. And sometimes you need a guide to help you through. So seek professional help. If that is something that you feel like you need to understand your fear and anxiety, it's a place where you can safely share your feelings and walk and work through your fears. And with that support, you can learn effective strategies to help you overcome your fears, because ultimately, you want to live a happier, more fulfilling life. I don't think I could do an episode on fear without talking about the anti-fear, which is courage. And it takes courage to make change of any kind. So sometimes when we're stuck in a fear cycle, the only way out is through courage. And if you think about it, a two-inch change in a navigation compass can put you on a whole different continent. So those little, little breadcrumbs of courage can make all the difference. So stepping out of your comfort zone and facing your fears and building confidence in your ability to handle challenging situations, that is key. Now, if you want some practical steps to help you develop courage, then consider these. So first, just like I've talked about before. Awareness is key. So acknowledge your fears. Name it to tame it. Understand what you're afraid of and why. It's okay to feel fear. Everyone does. So acknowledging it and naming it allows you to work on overcoming it. Set small goals. So Start with small, manageable challenges that push your boundary slightly. Just like we talked about with the fear of flying. Maybe it's driving by the airport not even to the airport. So it can be something like this. If it is talking in front of a group of people, maybe it's just talking to one single stranger somewhere and getting slowly comfortable with doing that. Going outside your comfortable circle. And then as you accomplish these tasks, you'll gain confidence to tackle bigger challenges as they come. And then also visualize success. We have so much power when we can visualize something as if it's happening now. So visualization can help build a positive mindset and it reduces the anxiety about the situation. So envision success. It can really make the experience less daunting. Be kind and understand as you're understanding how this is all working. And be kind to yourself. Understand that everyone makes mistakes and faces challenges. And then treat yourself with that same kindness you would offer a close friend that you care about. Practice mindfulness. Uh, Being present in the moment can reduce fear. Like, I'm okay, I'm seated on an airplane, I, naming, I see the, the magazine in front of me, I see the person beside me, just becoming really present and using breathwork techniques. And learn from failure. Don't fear failure. Failure is a learning opportunity. It always is. Everything that we label as failure is a learning opportunity. And when things don't go as planned, analyze what went wrong and what you would do differently next time. Each failure is really a chance to grow stronger and more resilient. We've already talked about resiliency, so hey, here's another way to do it. Surround yourself with supportive people. So I know many of you have heard the quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So it's so true how who you spend your time with really affects so much of your life. So seek out friends or family or mentors who encourage and support you and can really boost your confidence. And then take calculated risks. Courage involves taking risks calculate the risk and the benefits of a situation and if the potential benefits outweigh the risk then take the plunge so start with a smaller risk if you're a little nervous about that and then gradually move to bigger ones so maybe if you if you want to show up at a nudist colony maybe that's um maybe that's courage you want to do maybe that sounds extreme maybe it is... Um, going on a date for the first time and you're not quite ready for that, but maybe signing up for a dating app feels a little more comfortable or telling some friends that you're open to date. So calculate the risks and the benefits of a situation. I'm not sure why I said a nudist colony, but hey, maybe that's uh, <laughs> that seems like a big risk to me. Okay, practice regularly. So like any skill, definitely practice Like anything, it it improves, it improves you, and it improves the situation. So regularly challenge yourself, even in minor ways, to keep building your courage muscles. Each small victory adds up, and that's what counts. And don't forget to celebrate your success. You know, courage is a journey like everything else in life, and it takes time and patience. So be kind to yourself, stay persistent, and always celebrate your progress along the way. To recap, we talked about what fear is, the consequences of fear on our lives and our bodies. We also talked about the benefits that fear can be in our lives. We talked about ways to handle fear and then how courage is the anti-fear. Hi, Exhalers. Thank you for spending this time listening to the podcast. It really means the world to me that you're here. I want to tell you about something starting january 2024 it is a three month long group coaching program that its sole purpose is to help you find your zone of genius and really create a life of meaning and purpose and this is called the life meaning purpose school lmp for short and it's a soul school that really takes you on this profound journey of self-discovery and empowerment over the course of those three months So month one, we focus on inner work, breath work, meditation, nervous system regulation, and really going into the stories that we tell ourselves and how that sometimes can hold us back. And then we go into month two, which is the discovery phase, discovering our values and our talents, our strengths, and letting that lead us into what ignites our passions. And then month three, we develop this really cool mission and blueprint for you your life your zone of genius and you line up where your talents and passions meet and then you learn how to share those gifts with the world so if this sounds like something that is calling you if you want to make 2024 your year to really learn more about you and then take the best version of you into the world for your mission, I'd encourage you to go to my website on the thexhell.com. You can learn more about it. Again, we start January 2024. So hope you'll join me. Thanks, Exhaler. Sending you so much love. Let's get ready to meditate. Welcome to this meditation. Today we'll be exploring the feeling of fear. Find a comfortable position. Take a deep breath in and a long breath out. Let your eyes close, feeling relaxed. Today is the day and now is the time to let your walls down, feeling free to show up with no defenses. Become vulnerable completely and wide open. This is how you allow fear to flow through you rather than getting trapped, which can cause anxiety. Take a long deep breath in and a long deep breath out. Opening, listen to the sound of your breath becoming heavier and heavier with every breath you take as your breath becomes more passionate allow the fresh oxygen to relax you so much so that you can feel your muscles letting go melting into relaxation now bring your awareness to your hands perhaps you can feel a gentle tingly sensation in your fingers this sensation also carries with it a relaxing warmth focus on this relaxing feeling and let it expand and spread to your entire hands deeply relaxing them imagine that you can also sense this sensation in your toes focus on your feet and become aware of this warmth in your toes let your feet feel relaxed and loose Breathe deeply. Imagine that this tingly sensation can expand and travel up your ankles, relaxing your muscles as it goes up your lower legs and upper legs. Follow this relaxation and be grateful for it. Just as your legs are fully relaxing, your hands and arms are also becoming loose and heavy. Let go of all tension. The gentle sensation travels all the way to your shoulders, down your chest and back, ribs and abdomen. Just as the sensation travels down, it also travels up into your pelvis and hips, glutes and lower back, loosening your muscles, letting you feel calm and serene open to new experiences from the neck down you are completely relaxed notice the gentle floating sensations that aid in ushering you into a state of peace now align these feelings to travel up your neck into your jaw letting it fall loose and up into your face melting away any stresses or worries allowing any wrinkles to flatten your brain is also becoming extremely relaxed and calm open up a new pathway for letting go it's letting go of all fears that have held you back notice how your entire head is relaxed and calm heavy and free from tension your entire body is now deeply relaxed Use this moment of peace to focus on your emotions related to fear. Focus on how you genuinely feel. Bring into your mind something that causes you distress or concern. It's perfectly safe now to experience these emotions from this relaxed perspective. What is it that makes you afraid? Whatever you're presented with, notice it and ask yourself what if this fear happened? Now move through it past it or over it see how it feels to overcome this fear release your sense of discomfort failure doubt and insecurities experience what fears you need to let go of in order to become truly happy inhale Exhale. Be aware that you can take control of your life by taking action. It's your choice to focus on what you want in life and to chase it. You have the power. You have the inner strength to do it. It is your decision to move away from the things that you don't wish to happen and finally create your own dream life fears are only obstacles in the way of success, take these last precious moments to acknowledge your commitment to this practice, breathe in deeply, long exhale, and when you are ready, take one more deep breath, and gently open your eyes, Place your hand on your heart. Together, we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Thank you for joining Living on the Exhale. Make sure to subscribe.